0: Hello, folks, and welcome again to another edition of the Spirit of Fire podcast. This is Sal Salerno, and I'm here with uh, one of my co-hosts, Martin Smith. How are you doing, Martin? Good, mate. How's it going? Good, good. Uh, this is another early morning podcast for me, though it's not. Maybe it's as early as it was a couple days ago. I can't remember. Um so, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Today's uh, uh, podcast is going to be about uh, my theories regarding Halo Five Guardians, and it's pretty much just based off of uh, the uh, the art that we saw from the uh, you know the, the initial box art. It's not really box art, by the way. It's just visual art that was released, and it is subject to change. But uh, anyway, so it's based off of that, as well as the concept art, and then a couple of tweets by uh, by Josh Holmes and Frank O'Connor, both of three four three. So, first things first, um, and I'm just going to read these here from my posts in the blog, so if you folks want to follow along, please feel free to do so, and Martin, interject whenever you want, and then, you know, if we go go off on any tangents, that's fine. No worries, man. Okay, so (laughs) the first first article that I wrote regarding uh, my theories on this, it's called A Shocking Halo 5 Guardians Storyline. And uh, I'll just read it again. Okay, so get ready for what could be uh, the shocking story of, of Halo, Halo 5 Guardians. By the way, to make this easier, I'm just going to refer to it as H5G uh, instead of having to say Halo 5 Guardians all the time. Okay. Um First, let's think about the name of the game, Halo 5 Guardians. I know I just said that, but anyways, uh, why does it have a subtitle? So, when we consider the graphic that was posted on Friday, uh, you know, we uh, we see that there is a different character. I'm not sure if it's a Spartan, probably, but I have my theories that will go play into this. But why is it called Guardians? Um, before I get... Uh, too far deep into this, let's just consider uh, the previous games where if you've gone out of the multiplayer area, uh, you're killed and then it says killed by the Guardians. So that's something to keep in the back of your mind. Okay, so... There's already been much talk on the net about who this character is. Uh, Lots of guessing. Many of the guesses were proven wrong when both Frank O'Connor and Josh Holmes stated that the character is not a woman. It's not Cortana. It's not Master Chief, but a new character. So that pretty much narrows it down. You know, uh, it basically is nobody that we've seen or heard of before. Um, When they say new character, they made it really sound like it was completely new. Like it wasn't like somebody new that was introduced in, um, in Halo 4, for instance, Spartan Thorn of Fireteam Majestic. It made, they made it sound like it was a completely new person. So uh, how does one insert a new character into Halo and make them interesting? Okay. Well, as you saw and read yesterday, basically it's mystery. And uh, here's where I think I can unveil possibly what that mystery is. And we'll go over a couple of points. And I'll, I'm even going to bust one of my own theories to come up with something else here. But you'll you'll hear that in a little bit. So the character is either not a Spartan at all or could be the further evolution of the Spartan program. Uh, now, before I get to that, uh, if you... Uh, take a uh, uh, listen to, and I'm not going to play this whole thing because it's like three minutes long, but if you take a listen to the Halo 4 introductory cutscene, uh, it's a cutscene between uh, Catherine Halsey and some other guy, some guy, and we never really get to see him because uh, he, uh, I think, appears to be bald. It's not June though, so we know it's not Spartan June from Reach because, anyways, she would have recognized him, so it's not him. Um, so let's just go with that, uh, and I'll read it here, and you'll, you'll get the idea of where I was going. There's some very cryptic talk in the video. Uh, could it be that 343 has already fleshed out the story for Halo 5, uh, and that we're given a hint at what was to come? Uh, I say an emph- emphatic yes. In the video, uh, the man of unknown origin, who I happen to be dubbing the Shaded Man, is questioning Halsey. Who is he and what does he represent? He asks questions regarding the Spartan program and, more specifically, Master Chief. He then mentions, uh, just about the one-minute mark, uh, that Halsey developed the Spartan program to crush human rebellion, not to fight the Covenant. It's just like it turned out that way. Uh, so after some talk by uh, by Halsey, uh, partially retelling the rise of the Spartans to save humanity, the shaded man then asks Halsey if she believes that the Spartans' lack of basic humanity uh, helped, basically helped in their campaign. You know, um, she replies, "What are you after?" Uh, she then says, "The others, and that means the other peoples that that were presumably questioning her beforehand, uh, were Oni, but that he is something else." Uh, and, you know, that kind of makes you wonder a little bit. So, at about the 214 mark, Hal- Halsey then realized that the shaded man uh, or what he represents means to replace chief. Uh, you know, she said that, you know, you mean to replace him. So at about the 243 mark, she then says, her Spartans are humanity's next step, our destiny as a species. And essentially it means the next step of evolution. So, you know, are, are we all destined then to become uh, Spartan-like, you know, augmentations and, and all these other things, you know. So uh, what does all of that mean? And how does that tie in with the uh, H5G, uh, you know, with H5D, uh, sorry, H5G? Um, <laughs> any, talks, uh, any, any thoughts on that right now, Martin, before I get into the next part? No, mate, you just keep going, you're on a roll. All right, all right. So if you look at the graphic again, and again, if you're on my page, you'll, if you're going through this article as I read it, you'll see, when you look at that new character, I'm not going to call him a Spartan yet because I'm not wholly convinced, even though the armor is reminiscent of it. Uh, first of all, when you look at it, you look on the chest, and his emblem that he has is an Oni symbol. So we know that if it is a Spartan or whomever it is, that person is working for Oni. So I again come to the point of this is either not a Spartan or it's an evolution uh, of a Spartan that now works specifically for Oni. It could be a Spartan 4, but we'll get to that too. Okay, so there are deeper, deeper levels of... Oni that have not been talked about. Uh, basically it's like having a secret oni with an Oni itself. And that's who I believe the shaded man represents. Uh, when Halsey exclaims that they mean to replace chief, that is in fact, what is meant to happen. Uh, we know that the Spartan two program became part of the UN UNSC Navy. The Spartan three program became part of the, uh, uh, UNSC Army. I think I wrote it Navy there twice by accident, but it's army. Uh, uh, then there's the Spartan Four program, and that is a separate entity all into itself. Uh, who do they report to? Uh, there is a clue in Spartan Ops, um, Admiral Ozen, Osman, Excuse me. Uh, who is the uh, current head of ONI. Uh, She herself was a Spartan II trainee until she washed out. Uh, She gives the order to kill Dr. Halsey. Uh, That order was given uh, initially to uh, Lasky, and he uh, he gives that then to Sarah Palmer, um, and she's the one to go carry off the order. Uh, Lasky has a change of heart and tells her to stand down But basically, she says orders are orders, and she knows that this is coming from, you know, Top Brass, or in this case, it's coming from Osman, who outranks Lasky. So, uh, you know, she goes off to do that mission. So uh, it's been said that the Spartan 4s are not part of Oni, but they might be. So that's that's, that's just a might. Okay, so so, what's that? I was just saying, yeah, not exactly that's true. Okay, so let's. Uh, I'm going to take a look at some of the some of this uh, background stuff, um, starting on page 21 of Halo Initiation Number One. That's a Dark Horse comic uh, that um, is the origin story. Of Sarah Palmer and how she came to be a Spartan. Okay. Uh, on that page, on page 21, June from Team uh, comes in to talk to a wounded Palmer. He offers her the opportunity to become a Spartan, and that's kind of where it picks it up. In issue two of the same series, uh, we're then introduced to Spartan Musa, M-U-S-A-096 as his call sign, himself a former Spartan II, now a UNSC commander. Uh, in issue three, on page 23, Musa makes mention of the Spartan Force capturing half a dozen of Admiral Matthias Drake's people. Uh, Drake is responsible for a new insurrection group called the New Colonial Alliance. Shortly after this, Musa exclaims, Spartans are not navy, nor even Oni, but a, a branch of, of their own. Okay, so now we're entering some of the more juicy stuff. Uh, as I showed above, this this new character is, is under orders by Oni, given the only emblem on his chest. This character is, in fact, a guardian. That's what i believe. Believe they're going to be calling this. It's not going to be called a Spartan, not the or guardians, but humanity's guardians. Uh, this program was designed to keep Spartans in check, a huge task uh, and also very secretive. Now. Why might that be, you ask? Uh, in Halo Escalation one, page eight, there is an inquisition uh, as to the mishap with Halsey. That's regarding you know why she wasn't killed or captured. On page eleven is where Osman, Admiral Osman of Oni, questions Palmer regarding the order given to Lasky to neutralize Halsey. Well, when Palmer was assigned to the task. Osman Osman's question Osmond's <coughs> question excuse me, Osman questions the interruption by Fireteam Majestic as the reason for Palmer not completing her goal. Now we know if you have played through Spartan Ops we know that that's essentially what happened and you know that she was able to get away. But what happens here in this comic book is Palmer lies about it and says that Majestic was there as a contingency plan and that Palmer she, she Palmer missed her shot. Uh, could it be then that Osmond feels the need to shadow Spartans? Uh, she likely feels figured out Palmer was lying to save Lasky. Again, she is the head of Oni. So how does this all tie tie in? Well, Osman knows every facet of Oni, not just the public ones, if that term can even be used, you know, by Oni, but even the more secretive ones. That means, you know, not just Section 3, but Section 2 and so on. Uh, Is Osman then the person responsible for the Guardian Project? Uh, Being a washed-out Spartan, as well as her orders to kill out Halsey... It gives pause to think that she may have a grudge against Spartans. So by creating the Guardian's program to watch over the Spartans without their knowledge and handle uh, any issues uh, that may arise, we now have this new character. Uh, I can't remember if I mentioned uh, later on, so I'm going to mention this now, and if I uh, repeat myself, apologies. Uh, This new character possibly could be uh, the character that's going to be in the Halo digital feature. The uh, The main role of that was just cast a few days ago, and the main role, the name of the guy is Marlo, and he's described as being a Spartan, but there's not much else given about that. Uh, given the timing of it, that this is going to come out uh, supposedly a little before Halo 5 Guardians, it makes sense that they would use that as a way to build up the story, just like they did with Forward Unto Dawn building up Halo 4. So they could introduce this Marlowe character uh, if he is indeed the same uh, character that's on the art that we saw the other day. Uh, so that's a possibility. Okay, Um, theories of Master Chief going rogue may still yet play into this, and you might have heard those theories. Uh, If he has indeed gone rogue, uh, then it would be the duty of the Guardian to either bring him in or kill Master Chief. And again, uh, at this point, I'm I'm pretty convinced 343... uh, does want to kill him, but will they do it in, in Halo Five: Guardians? We don't know. All right. So again, thus the the Guardians replacing Master Chief, or more broadly Spartans in general, and that ties us back to the first cutscene of Halo Four uh, when Halsey talks about "You mean to replace him." All right. Now it's been said that three four three deliberately had some elements of the Halo Four campaign reflect those of Halo CE's campaign. Uh, now, what if Halo Five: Guardians uh, will do the same as in Halo Two? You know, this is their their second Halo game, so maybe they're going to do something similar that happened in Halo 2. Now, how's that? Well, simple. In Halo 2, we play both as Master Chief and then the Arbiter as well. So we're both playing the hero, and in this case, the Arbiter being the villain. Uh, In Halo 5 Guardians, uh, could we possibly do the same thing where we play as Master Chief, and then we also play as this person that I'm dubbing the Guardian? Uh, And at this point, he's a villain. So... You um, know, in, in that essence, then the story is at least has some similarities to Halo Two. Uh, will the Guardian become an ally? Um, this also more than consequently uh, ties in with the rumors of Halo Two anniversary. Um, again, yes, the tenth anniversary of the game is this year, and uh, you know this could also mean slightly similar uh, storylines. So <clears throat> I say, uh, I say, uh, excuse me, that yes. Um, uh, that he could become an ally and that they are similar uh, uh, storylines and part of the reason why I go that I go to that is um, if you look at the the Halo trailer that was released in E3 last year then it was just called Halo Xbox One uh, we saw uh, this is where we saw Chief with, with what we assume is Cortana's chip he's walking in a desert he comes upon a large forerunner thing um, is it an AI is it a war sphinx and I've already theorized that this could be mendicant bias I, in fact I have a link in the article that I wrote that links back to that so you all can read that and see how I came up with the idea that this could be mendicant bias that he saw uh, and Benicent buys. For those that don't know, uh, basically he's the most powerful forerunner AI uh, that was when they were at the height of their, uh, you know, of their. Um existence and he's i keep saying he but it's really you know it's a construct and and he's the one that ultimately led the flood uh right to the forerunners uh thereby ending uh their civilization so could it be either during or by the end of halo 5 guardians campaign that master chief and the guardian have to team up to defeat minicant bias or possibly some new threat uh maybe the new insurrection which Again, I refer back to earlier when I mentioned about Admiral Drake, uh, and we see this uh, potential new insurrection rising. Okay, so it's all very intriguing. Uh, you can see by my theory how it's all interconnected. So, that, you know, that's what I really try and do when I come up with these theories. I don't want them to just be guesses. I want them to be based off of something that's already, you know, happened. Basically, some proof of things that have already happened and then show how they could possibly come together. That's more important to me than just, you know, blatantly guessing. Okay, so, <clears throat> again, the Spartans uh, is a guardian. Of, I'm sorry, the the Characters is a guardian, not a Spartan. Uh, it also explains why the armor is different. Uh, you'll notice that it's a lot more lithe, you know, or thin or skinny, if you want to say, uh, than uh, the Master Chief's armor or indeed most of the uh, Spartans that have come before it. Also, with it being black, uh, that color denotes uh, that this, uh, this character is stealthy uh, and or a spy, and of course that fits right in with being a part of Oni, and again, that Oni symbol on his chest. So, um, basically, I built up a lot there, uh, which would probably, you know, it could have been said in a few sentences. But again, I just wanted to fully flesh out the theory uh, so that you can see how and why I came to it. Um, so let's. Uh, well, before I get to the next one, Martin, do you have anything you want to add in there?
1: <laughs> Strange enough, no, I don't, mate. I, I think that's a hell of a theory. It'd be awesome if it's. Um, uh,
0: <laughs> if it's, know, it's even remotely closed.
1: close. Yeah, exactly. Imagine if it comes
0: into fruition. Yeah. And, it, um, and it's great. It will be crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Okay, so this next thing that I'm going to talk about, uh, it's about the concept art. Now, I will tell you right ahead of time that I actually found out by doing a little bit more research after this that I was incorrect. Uh, and I know that I'm incorrect. And I'll get to the reason why I know that when I do the third part of this uh, podcast that gives gives my – second theory about the concept art location. But for now, I'm going to read this part of it so you see where my thought processes were and how I came to that conclusion, and then how I come to the final conclusion, which I believe to be uh, the truth about uh, the concept art location. Okay, <clears throat> so first things first, if you go to that article, it's uh, it's called Addition to My Halo Five Guardians Theory, The Concept Art Location. Uh, there you'll see um, the concept art, but within that, uh, I have have added a bunch of circles to call out certain areas and added some text in there to uh, say what these things are. So within that, uh, I circled one area. It says the architecture does not look like Forerunner. Uh, also there's a bunch of red flags all over the place and literal red flags, not, not like a red flag alert, but literal red flags drawn into the concept art. And I wasn't sure what those were. Uh, there are some things that I'm dubbing flying squid. There are two red suns and then there's something that looks like a statue. And then at the very bottom, there's this little figure. Um, so we'll go over some of that, um, Uh, But, um, you know, just keep all those in mind. Uh, The little figure, I believe, is is probably just something there for scale to let you know how big this other stuff is. All right. So some other fans seem to think that the concept art is Sangili by design. Uh, You'll note that I didn't say that it wasn't Covenant. Uh, or more specifically, Singali. Again, I pointed out that it wasn't Forerunner. So this could very well be, uh, in fact, as other theorized, uh, this may well be Thelvedam's, uh, or the Arbiter, that's his real name, you know, Thelvedam is really the Arbiter, but that's his keep, or, you know, his fortress, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's an interesting thought, and if that turns out to be true, then it would be a foregone conclusion that we would see the Arbiter in uh, Halo 5 Guardians. So why would we see this? Uh, this part hasn't really been theorized, so I'm going to take a crack at it, uh, a prevailing thought is that Master Chief will have gone rogue again. As I mentioned, he has uh, very little allies. However, one of his biggest allies would be the Arbiter. Uh, they did team up in Halo. For, excuse me, Halo Three to defeat. Excuse me, trying to talk ahead of myself. <laughs> <laughs> they did team up in Halo Three. To defeat the prophets, uh, as well as the flood. So my thinking is that this is one place along the way of Chief's journey that he has to stop at. Uh, You know, basically to either resupply or try and get more allies or something like that. Um, However, uh, at the sight of the demon, you know that's what the that's what Singili's or elites called Master Chief. He was called the demon. Um, At the sight of him, that could create some kind of a conflict. You know, the arbiter is the leader of the elites but why does he have the demon here within his own keep? So that could create a conflict and chief may find it necessary for him to have to fight his way out in the process. He could either harm or kill other elites. And that really puts the arbiter in a, you know, in a very tough position, you know, definitely between a rock and a hard place. Master chief is his ally, but he is the leader. So what does he do? Um, So what what basically I think could happen then is that chief is made an outlaw even more so than he already has uh, by the Senghili and, uh, he, You know, since Chief is already what I assume to be an enemy of the state because he's gone rogue from the UNSC, now the Sangili are also actively looking for him as opposed to just, you know, well, yeah, we know he's out there. He's a threat, but we're not going to, you know, he's not bothering us right now, so we're just going to let things be and try and rebuild our civilization after the war. So, but at this point, if that happens, though, there's that conflict and maybe he has to harm or, or kill people, you know, kill other elites, uh, that basically he becomes a wanted man there as well. Um, now there's one little thing I want to mention about the concept art, and it really doesn't have a huge impact, but I just want to make mention of it. Uh, I mentioned those flying squid, um, they actually were supposed to be ambient life on Requiem, uh, but they were taken out. And in fact, if you're able to find the, uh, the, one of the very early, uh, Halo 4, uh, trailers, you will actually see the squid, uh, the flying squid, uh, animal, uh, it's in the upper right-hand corner and it's on the mission and infinity it's that's the jungle area and it's pretty much near the beginning of it if I recall Uh, that was there and in fact I recall um, uh, there being I think it was a tweet from David Ellis somebody pointing that out and David Ellis saying that uh, by the way David Ellis is uh, you know with 343 but him saying that oh you saw that did you so Uh, I think at this point, by the time we saw, it had probably already been taken out of Halo 4. But, you know, people had sharp eyes and saw that. But if you go to the article again that I have on the blog, you'll see there are several uh, pieces of concept art as well as a screenshot that shows that uh, creature. And uh, it seems, you know, very prevalent that this was going to be in Halo 4, but for whatever reasons, was taken out. So since it was taken out, uh, but now we see in the concept art, it's very plausible that 343 would reuse these old assets that weren't used in the previous game. Uh, again, how do the, how do they fit in? It's likely nothing more than merely being ambient life, but it's just a, a way that 343 doesn't have to completely throw away all of their concepts and start fresh. True. Okay. Go ahead, Martin. Man, right, I want you to right. cut in if you got That's something, the same. brother. <laughs> no, I was just saying very true. Okay So that does bring us back to the question Then is this uh, Singilios or possibly an old Forerunner location So Here's where I'm going to go off on in a, in a kind of a strange tangent, but you'll see where I how I got to this, and that it might be plausible. But again, I busted it later, so you know. Again, this this part here is more just for fun. Okay. So does that statue on the right of the concept art look like any known race in Halo? Uh, I've read some surmising that it might be Jorhani, which is the true name of the Brutes. Uh, that's possible. However, I think that it's a little less likely. Uh, that's a little less likely as uh, 343 has basically distanced themselves from the Brutes, uh, but it could be. So, um, uh, again, in this part, I think I might have figured it out, but, again, I do bust it later. So, if you've read Halo Ghosts of Onyx, you might be a little familiar with this. The star system uh, that matches a binary red dwarf system is called Groombridge-34, uh, it's located in the inner colonies. It's also the place where Kurt 051, he's a Spartan 2, uh, went missing in action. Uh, and that the the reason why I bring up the binary red dwarf system is that within the concept art, near middle, there are those two red suns. So this is what kind of led me on the path to just kind of see if I could figure out a system that had two red suns. And I came upon Groombridge first. And that's why I went along this tangent. Okay, so... Um, uh, again, Kurt went missing there. Later, there's a dispatch of Spartans uh, that were sent uh, as, uh, to look for rebel well, excuse me rebel activity, but that actually a, uh, was a guise um, uh, in in order to actually find Kurt and bring him back for use in the Spartan Three program. So the station that Kurt was at uh, in within the uh, uh, Groombridge, uh, 34 system. It was called construction platform 9668. Uh, it was tagged with a hazmat satellite to keep, uh, you know, rebels, renegades, and basically other people away. Um, one key thing though, is the station was also the port for a stealth cruiser called the UNSC point of no return. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, that ship was under the control of ONI. Uh, and, uh, It was classified, uh, officially doesn't exist for the UNSC. You know, of course, that's the way ONI operates. Uh, It was the largest... Uh, Oni stealth cruiser to date and it's been, it's been described as being as big as a UNSC destroyer. So it's, you know, it's a pretty good size. It's, it's not one of those little uh, you know stealth ships that we normally see. Uh, this would give then the Guardian plenty of, uh, of materials that he would need to track down Chief uh, and or help him defeat uh, a potential new enemy. Now some history of that ship uh, Colonel Ackerson who we know uh, led the Spartan 3 program uh, met with several officers on that ship, one of which was Admiral perangoski who at the time was the head of ONI. Uh, this was to discuss the Spartan III program, as I mentioned. Uh, this... At- At this point, without having any further information, we do know that the ship is still in operation, having outlasted the war with the Covenant. Excuse me, with the Covenant. In fact, there's a report that was filed from the ship, and it's dated as December 31st, 2552, and that was made from the dark side of the moon. This is the last known um, uh, file or location of the ship, uh, so we don't know where it's at right now. So, could this be? The guardian ship if so with its port being at groombridge it might be possible that either chief finds his way there and conf- and confronts the guardian or that's a place where the two finally agree to team up um i go on to say that the red flags still elude me for a proper explanation and i'm going to research that more uh what i did find initially is that um there was a, a mission called Red Flag, and that was uh, brought about as a means to end the Human, inco- human Covenant War. Uh, and, th- again, that was something that was initiated by Oni. Uh, another reference to Red Flags is that uh, there were some brutes uh, that wore that as part of the sign of their rank. And, uh, and again, also uh, notably as being a ceremonial honor guard. Um, so that's something interesting. But, and I very much say, but I believe (laughs) I have now come to what is the truth and the proof of what the concept art really does represent. And it does go back to Cengilios. So here's the third article I say, hold your horses. It is Sengili. I think I said Sengili, but it should be Cengilios and I'll fix that. Okay, so here 's what happens I do I do some more research on the concept art depictions to find out you know uh, you know what what this kind of looks like, and what I find out is that yes, that uh, it seems to be seenlios and it 's likely the arbiter 's key. How did I come to this? Well, I again uh, look up a binary red star system. And this time, I find, it's not binary, uh, but I find a system called the ERS system. That's U-R-S. Uh, the ERS system is comprised of a white primary star that's called the same thing. It's called ERS. And then it has two additional stars that orbit the primary one. And um, Their names are Fide and Jury. Now, those are red stars, both of those. So that plays into the two red stars of the concept art. Now, here's what makes it more interesting, then. There are also four planets within that system, one of which is Sengilios. So there it is. The concept art is showing the scene from Sengilios, and the look of the buildings uh, relatively match those, then, of Vadim Keep. Um, it's Just a little bit on that. Vadim Keep is built into the lower slopes of... Of the Colorado Mountains, so when, and they have warrens that run throughout them. Now, if you look at that piece of art. Uh, it does indeed look like that it's been built, uh, you know, into a mountain as such. And by the way, if you're not sure what warrens are, if you go into Spartan Ops, the latter half of the season, I can't remember what uh, episode and chapter at the moment, but you can find it. There is a map that is called warrens, and essentially that's what it is. It's uh, hollowed out areas within a mountain, and that's how Vadim Keep is described as as having. So, with this in mind, then uh, that's where I come to the conclusion then that that concept art really is Singelios and you know, as I mentioned very early on then, if that's the case, then the arbiter's back. He's gotta be. Why would they have Singelios? You know, or, and I haven't I didn't put this in the uh in the article, but it could also be, you know, we know uh Julum Dama, uh who is the uh the main uh antagonist in Spartan Ops. Uh he has a keep on Sangelios as well. So it could be that uh you know, Master Chief, uh, you know, hunts down Julem Dama. It could be that, uh, I doubt we'll get to play Julem Dama, but that there may be something there with the Guardian having to go to um, to Gilius. By the way, let me throw this in here too. Um, if you haven't read some of the books, uh, like um, uh, the trilogy by uh, Karen Travis, uh, in the, within that trilogy, we find out that Oni is basically playing both sides of the fence. What I mean by that is they are playing the Arbiter against uh, Julem Dama. Uh, They're giving both of them supplies. And what they're trying to do is keep a perpetual war between both of those sides to keep them weakened so that they can no longer become a threat to the UNSC. So, it's quite possible that this is an only operative who could be working both sides. Maybe he's working one side of it, you know, and that's where you maybe you get the chance to play as him. And, you know, you'll go through killing, uh, you know, uh, other elites, you know, probably Julem Dama's uh, group, but it could be the Arbiters as well. So there's a whole lot to think of. Um, that's my theories in a whole right now. I don't know that they're going to change, though. I'm going to have to really see something else that... um points me in a different direction and there's proof of. Um, Now, within these articles, I do give you source links. Hold on one second. Sorry, I had to turn my fan on because this is a little embarrassing, but my dog was right next to me and passed gas, and it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, she's wagging her tail. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, not a good thing. Yeah, she needs to go outside, but I'll get to that. So, (laughs) anyways... Uh, when you go to these articles, um, you'll see that I've given you uh, the source links to uh, each of the things that I've described. You know, in this last one, I give you the link to Erz, Fide, Jewry, and Vadim Keep. So, I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I don't like to just theorize and guess. I like to have something that's that's already been done or some proof to be able to build my theory off off of of so that it's very plausible or even, you know, that it's possible. So um you know there there you have it. Uh Martin I think go um go ahead yeah,
1: man, I, I think going along with your theories and, and with what you're saying about the concept. Uh as you remember back to Halo Legends as well, the mm-hmm. um the Japanese Manga style sort of artwork. I can't remember what the episode was called, where um, it was mainly based on sort of Saint Helios, but uh, it uh, actually had some of the artwork. Um, it looks very similar to the main image that they released yesterday as the box art. Uh-huh. Look in the background, the way that some of the temple shapes are it really looks like some of those from Halo
0: Legends. Uh huh. Well, now, now you've just given me a task to look that up.
1: <laughs> yeah, jump on it I can't remember what the episode's called But it's a, it's the an anime inspired one Where um, It was very It was like a, a canvas paint work
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I know which one you're talking uh, about I can't remember the specific uh, name for that cartoon But yes, I do understand that, Or I do know which look, one you're talking about
1: Look at some of the keep structures that are in that And then look at the background image Of the main stuff they released yesterday I think there's, there's a few similarities Plus that concept artwork um, I think it just goes to show you. Yeah, I think you're on the right track. I think I'm hoping it's saying Hebius, and I'm hoping that Abel is back
0: because he's such an awesome character. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And You know what I really like about this then is that it shows that three four three is putting in a monumental effort to keep everything tied together. You know Yeah, exactly. So yeah. right now, you know, I might have had, you know, a little worries about that previously, but now going through all of this, uh I am very confident uh in 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 uh in three four three's ability to keep continuity together, um, and as well as, you know, the story uh for Halo Five Guardians uh you know being a really good story then and that it's rooted within other elements of the Halo universe.
1: I wonder if Jason Dayton, uh, is um, somewhat responsible for that.
0: How's that? I hope so. How's
1: that? Oh, no, I'm, just, I'm just hoping sort of um, how he was the keeper of the Halo Bible for Bungie. Yeah. Um, basically, if he's come over and he's got his input sort of flowing through 343, three, it would be cool, but yeah. you never know. So they want to tell us anything else yeah right
0: <laughs> yeah i mean he did, he did come back to microsoft i don't know how long ago was that do you remember
1: i want to say it was about four or five months i, mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything too too far back okay i could be wrong yeah, <laughs> my, yeah
0: my sense of time at the moment for some reason has warped <laughs> that's okay that's all right all right well uh yeah well um I'll look into that as well. But, uh, you know, that could be possible. I, it, the way it seems, though, a lot of this was already in play and That's that true. there was some yeah. grand design for, uh, you know, all of these different elements, you know, the comic books, the novels, uh, you know, the previous games and then the upcoming games, the, uh, the uh, TV shows. Uh, it seems like all of that uh, is coming together. Uh, and then Halo 5 Guardians will, in a sense, be the culmination of all of that. You know, Mm. so, uh, or at least certainly an ongoing portion of that, but, you know, with everything else seemingly tying in, you know, it's going to be one of those things that really brings the franchise closer together, and uh, I think that that's going to make Halo 5 Guardians um, even more legitimate uh, as a good game for, uh, you know, within the Halo franchise. Absolutely, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now, like I said, you've you've given me a task. I'm going to have to uh, pop in my Halo Legends and take a look at that. And uh, you know, I can't. Unfortunately, I'm not able to take screenshots. You know, it's got no, that built into it, so good. I can't can't do that. So, you know, maybe I'll be able to find those uh, on the internet in the meantime. But uh, yeah, so. All very interesting stuff, but uh, right now I'm calling it that that is Singuli and Singulio, excuse me, and that that is uh, the Arbiters' Keep, uh, and uh, you know that that's that, that's going to be in the game. If it's not the Arbiters' Keep, then I would imagine it has to be Julum Dama's Keep. But considering the location of the Keep and it looking looking like that, it's built within you know part of the, the mountain. It, it's more likely that it's the Arbiters. I really hope it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. hey um just just while we are going along certain sort of um aspects like you obviously saw the news about halo 1 to 4 that article the rumours is getting announced again.
0: I, I did and the reason why i hadn't posted that yet is that i was uh waiting for maybe a little bit more proof on that. You know, right now there's there's other sites that are posting up their own homemade graphics of it, and there hasn't been anything really official about that. Um, yeah. I, I haven't even been able to find the original source of where that came from. Uh, if it was the same guy that uh, talked about the release of uh, information on Friday, you know, that, that was on NeoGAF, then I would have said, yeah, this is very likely, but I haven't seen that. So, um you know, at, the, at this time, like I said, that's why I hadn't posted it on the uh, on the site. Sure. But, uh, sure. but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I think uh, it sounds like that that's going to be on the Xbox One, uh, and in that case, then you would have uh, all four of the main Halo games. It's the Master Chief Collection that you would be able to play on uh, Xbox One, and then you would have uh, Halo Five uh, later. So the thing is, though, um, I would be pretty Sure to say that those are only going to be the campaigns that they won't have multiplayer. Um, you know, I'd say I'd say two will, just because of the anniversary aspect. If, but I think yeah.
1: Go ahead. I think everything else wouldn't.
0: Yeah, and you know, let's see, that, that's the thing. Will will this be, will this compilation of Master Chief, uh, will that include Halo 2 Anniversary then? Because uh, you're sure to see that that's going to be Halo CE Anniversary, so uh, it could be then that later this year, what we're getting is Halo 2, I'm sorry, Halo CE Anniversary, Halo 2 Anniversary, which will be new to us, Halo 3 and Halo 4 all on the same disc. All being campaigns, and like you said, then uh, the, with the possibility of the multiplayer for that being the Halo Two portion of it, um, that would I be think, very interesting.
1: I think the awesome thing is like um, once once it does release, if if it is true, um, you'll have your theater mode as normal, I think, or I hope. But with an Xbox One, there's no real need for the theater mode because you've got everything built into the system anyway. Shut your mouth, so man!
0: I, there's some other things I need theater for. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I get well,
1: you. I get you. Yeah, I mean, like you can do your editing. You can do screenshots. You can do everything that you want to off the software that's already on the one. Right. So you're going to be able to record 30-minute sessions um, of going through Halo 3 on Legendary sure. um, with all the skulls on. You know what I mean? You're going to be right. able to post it to your, your, to your channel and to your site. Right.
0: The, the the biggest the biggest difference for me there. I mean, that's great. The biggest difference is in theater in uh, in Halo, you're able to pop off of your Spartan and move in different places to be able to record your own Spartan. Uh, you know, true. you can go high up in the air or down to uh, Worm's Eye View. So there are some things that uh, you know with an Xbox One that it can't do that a dedicated Halo theater can do so Very true. you know so Very th- true. there are limitations but yes you're right that there is you know at least you've got something to go off of so you know we'll see how that all plays out too
1: absolutely not long man what is it 20 24 days or something now
0: for e3 is. Yeah, yeah man it's years. it's coming up it is coming up i think it's three weeks three weeks or three like weeks from day. yesterday right <laughs> yeah there you go yeah <laughs> or the day before Whatever it is, whatever it is, we know that it's getting really close. Oh, is, man. I'm, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be tweeting
1: sort of the whole E3. Oh, well, you know I will be too. <laughs> oh yeah, we might have to hook up on Skype and, and uh, do like a live Skype oh. <laughs> while
0: we while we're watching it. Uh, if we can do a live Skype, I don't know that I've ever done that before, but yeah, that would be cool. Well, yeah. we're just kind of BSing amongst ourselves here, so we should probably wrap this up. Cool, alright. No <laughs> do, do you have any uh, any thoughts, any theories yourself, Martin? No, nah, man. I've, honestly,
1: you're like the Halo Encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to, to read articles of and listen to. Listen to everything that you have to say regarding pretty much every aspect of the law. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, no, my, my knowledge is I feel, I feel insignificant. No. In <laughs> no. No, no, no. That's just big silly. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's awesome just to, just to be a part of it and listen to theories.
0: <laughs> so, no, I'm, no, it's cool, man. I am just can't wait. All right. Well, why don't you uh, give your plugs that you want to, and then I'll do mine, and we'll wrap it up.
1: No rose so you can follow me at the Halo Opinion. Um I'm tweeting pretty much every day now. Um, always releasing some kind of photo or, or bits of pieces of the Halo universe. Um yeah, come come and follow me and
0: That was the Halo, opinion on, the Halo
1: opinion on Twitter. On Twitter, all hmm. all uh, no spaces, the Halo Opinion.
0: Okay. <laughs> cool. All right then. That's so- All right. Um, And, uh, of course, you can uh, find me at halofanforlife.com where I post all of this stuff and plenty more. Uh, In fact, uh, I've already posted uh, the article about the concept art that you and I talked about uh, on the last podcast. Uh, I had actually taken a couple of days off from doing those only because of the exciting news of Halo 5, you know. And, uh, you know, on Friday, pretty much my whole day was... Just all Halo 5, you know.
1: Actually, actually now, now, now you mention it, it, was pretty awesome to see in the space of, I think I tweeted it out, in the space of like 10 hours, there was 41,500 tweets <laughs> uh, regarding regarding Halo 5. And I know you're responsible and I am yeah. responsible for a fair chunk of them. Uh, I, but, I, um, I
0: can definitely say that without a doubt, that day I had more than 100 tweets. And for me, that's a lot. You know, I mean, I, I could have 20 in a day, maybe even 30, but 100? Yes, that was a fun it day.
1: <laughs> it, it's good, and, and it's still going now, do you know what I mean? Like the oh, sure. It's still, still sort
0: of buzzing, you know. you got
1: other other podcasts around that are, have right. done special podcasts regarding the news, and everyone's really excited. Yeah. And it's good to see because it's been so long since yeah. everyone was excited for some news. And we so mentioned – go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say kudos to 343 for, as we said in the last podcast again, for releasing some kind of information prior to E3. Yeah. It, it takes off that edge. Sure, sure. <laughs> and, and it's funny.
0: It's funny that essentially all they did was show us one piece of of. Well, what we presumed was box art, but we find out now that it's not. And then one piece of concept art, and then a couple of tweets that dispelled the theories of them of the new character not being a woman or Cortana or Chief. That's pretty much all they gave us, and yet. You see how we, the Halo community, responded, uh, you know, with theories abounding, you know, uh, articles being written and, and podcasts being done and, you know, just so much stuff. Just off of that little bit of information, imagine what's going to happen later as more stuff gets revealed, too. So,
1: To, to me, the but. To me, the biggest thing was they—they they just gave us confidence in the fact they're hearing us saying, you know, we'd rather you take a year, polish it, put everything in that you're supposed to yeah. do your play tests, do your betas, you know, we don't—we don't care having to wait for another year. At right. you've told us that we're waiting for a year, and that you're listening to the community. Right. So I think that's cool. I think that's—that's that's the main thing is that they've put sort of. And minds at ease. They're not trying to rush out a product just to try and crank out some dollars for Microsoft.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. That article that uh, that uh, when Bonnie uh, Ross, uh, the studio head for three four three, when she uh, did talk about. Uh, you know, the the title and all that, within that she does uh, basically kind of mention uh, about listening to the fans on some things. And I think that they really did learn some things uh, with the Halo 4 release and, you know, the, the events thereafter. Um, and I think that they realized that we as fans uh, are more than willing to wait longer if it means that the game that we get is definitely complete, you know, and done as absolutely possible. Whereas many of us felt like Halo 4 was kind of rushed uh, to get out there. That's it. Exactly. All right. Well, let me uh, try and close this again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry. So that's okay.
0: No, man, that's okay. That's what this is about. So, uh, as I mentioned this, uh, I'm Sal with HaloFanForLife.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter under the same thing, HaloFanForLife. I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, if you type in HaloFanForLife or I believe the, the page specifically is HaloFanForLife11. Uh, I can't recall why I had to do the 11, but anyways, it's there. Uh, you'll be able to find me there as well. Um, so there's all those things for you. Keep you know keep checking the site for uh, you know continuing coverage of Halo Five Guardians, and just many other things. I do plenty of of uh, previews of things to come, toy reviews. Uh, we do the podcast. I you know I show concept art, I show fan art. You know on occasion I have contests. So there's a lot of things that go on, and uh, you know I pretty much put at least an article up daily. It's it's pretty rare when I don't put up something. So you know when you come to the site, you're Pretty much guaranteed to find something new there. Um, so once again, I want to thank you, folks, uh, for listening to us here. Martin, I do want to thank you again. This was kind of a spur in the moment, uh, spur of the moment thing there. So thanks for joining. And um, I guess we. Too will easy. See- <laughs> What's that? I was saying too easy,
1: man. My pleasure.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, with that, we are out of here.